All right. Hi, Kim. So, Hi, um, firstly, I just want to say big thanks for coming down and doing this today. I think. That's right. No, I just think what what we're about to talk about is quite a big topic. Obviously, that we both feel quite connected about. But yeah. I think a lot of people kind of need to hear what we need to uh, discuss, sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. I think I think part of the problem is that talking about grief and grief in general, or like yeah. death, yeah. is is quite taboo. Yeah. Um. So I feel like that's, yeah, definitely should be spoken about more. I just think one of the things I kind of want to start off talking about is how with, with like loss like, and grief, no one really teaches you what it means to grieve. No one teaches yeah. you like when it comes, like what, you know, the implications and like the thought process and all that, that kind of thing. And it's just like, especially being, you know, two young adults or kids sort of thing when yeah. adults, but <laughs> it's, it's almost quite scary sort of thing. Yeah. I think like when it when it first happens you don't really know what is happening yeah. and I think the process of like going to a funeral yeah. going to going through sh- like sit shiver and everything because yeah. I don't know about you but my dad's funeral was the first funeral I've ever been to okay so it's kind of just like you're thrown into this like deep, deep end, end almost yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like this is what you have to do and it's almost the thing I would say is when so when the, the shiver and the funeral happened for me, it was almost like I didn't quite believe what was happening. Like, yeah. I remember, like, I, I find comedy something. I, like, I, I try and find funny things in most situations. And it was yeah. like, I, I, it was almost like I didn't feel sad. And I was like, looking back at it now, I, I'm almost like questioning why I, I, I didn't understand why I wasn't, you know, feeling sad. I was just sort of like living through the process and it was just like happening. But I was, but like, it was just, my, my mother just died and I'm just almost, obli- not oblivious, but it was like, I, I wasn't sort of ready for this. I'm just sort yeah. of it, living through the motion sort of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's funny you say that because I remember like, it was probably like maybe six months before yeah. my dad passed away. I was at therapy yeah, and the therapist was like, how would you feel if your dad died? And yeah. I remember thinking, like, why are you asking me that? Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. that does that wouldn't happen to me. Why yeah. would that happen to me, you know? Exactly. Because, like, when you hear these stories about, oh, so-and-so's dad passed, passed away, away, so-and-so's yeah. mum passed away, like, oh, it's really sad, but it's not you. And yeah. then when it's you, obviously, it takes that. It's just a complete different ball game. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but, yeah, it's it's a complete shock. And I, I know what you mean. Like, I, I think back to, like, when my my dad's funeral and yeah. you almost yeah you, you don't believe it it's like you're not really there yeah. yeah I kind of feel like I had like it sounds really stupid but like an out of body experience yeah. like you're watching it you're watching yourself there but yeah. you're not really just experiencing it I just and I just remember like when you're sitting shiver and everyone's saying I'm sorry for your loss I'm sorry yeah. for my I'm, always, I'm looking at my brother and I'm just thinking like you know it just all seems so surreal like it the feelings itself hadn't actually kicked in yet and yeah the biggest I wouldn't I don't want to say biggest mistake but a big mistake that I made was I thought I was okay because I you know this was um, the, my mum had cancer and this was something I had dealt with for a long time so although I didn't think it was going to happen there was yeah. like a maybe however small it was a bit in my mind thinking all right you know this this is something that potentially may you know come about and yeah when it happened, I was like, all right, because I'm prepared for this, I can, I'm just going to go back to uni and almost be normal. And I think when I did that, it, 
once I went back to uni, I started seeing friends, yeah. like laughing and, the, oh, mum, um, I just had a lecture or um, whatever. Yeah. I think that's when it kicked in for me and sort of just, I realised I wasn't okay and just the feelings that, you know, that I had, I just overwhelmed me almost sort yeah. of thing. Do you know what I mean? I think that's why, like, the Jewish tradition of having like a funeral a day yeah. or two later and then the shiver i i don't like okay because i feel like you need that time to process it yeah and, what's happened and if you're just straight in going to the funeral straight in having all these people like at your house yeah. like how are you meant to process it it's almost like it's just kind of like a scene from a movie yeah and then everything's going to go back to normal and everything's yeah. fine because i feel like like you said like the only the grief only hits you like a bit later on yeah because it's such a whirlwind with all these people around, all all this stuff going on, the funeral, friends bringing like food yeah. around. You don't really have time to realise. And it's only when you're left on your own, like yeah. you said, going back to uni, is when it actually hits you and you're yeah. like, shit, I'm not okay. Because yeah. how can you be? And it's, I think that's a very important point. Like when it, when it comes to the shiver, you know, it's, it's almost not all about you, but like everyone's sort of, you know, there for you. Everyone's sort yeah. of, I don't want to say in your face, but it's like, all these people come round and just and then once for me I think I, I was a little older than you were but going back to uni and then I'd, yeah. I'd be at home and um, alone in my room and then I'd almost just start just start thinking and the feelings that I was trying to just displace and not think about they just they just almost come I think when you're by yourself a lot of the time that is when a lot of the thinking happens almost yeah like that's when things you're not in control of just just sort of comes and just takes over your mind sort yeah. of thing like also one thing i do want to say is like in terms of cancer itself yeah it, uh, what was what cancer did your dad have again it was uh, myeloma so it's okay. like a bone marrow cancer yeah, yeah. i think it's it, the difficulty of it is it just it, it's always present yeah do you know what i mean yeah like however long she had it for it was it was like a big part of her life yeah um yeah i mean i think because for me my i I think you as well we were eight when our parents were diagnosed it's kind of like all you know because that's what you've grown up with so it's like yeah dad has cancer and it's it's terminal yeah and who knows if he's going to recover yeah or what's going to happen i mean my dad was in remission for quite a while um and then it wasn't actually the cancer that killed him it was um he got something in his lungs and okay. it was like he had loads of fluid in his lungs yeah um and it was like amyloids on his heart okay i don't know the ins Just and outs i was 16 talk. but yeah, yeah. that's what that's what i was told um and yeah it's just it's just something that you know and it's something that you've gone through and your friends yeah. haven't and yeah. your dad had cancer and theirs didn't and whilst they're not wrong you know yeah. they've done nothing wrong but they don't understand and they they can they can never almost understand. Yeah, unless they've gone through it, they will never understand. You know, like you said, being being an eight year old kid, eight you know nine ten when your your parents first get diagnosed, it's just like you're eight years old. Like that something like this brought into your life at such a young age. Yeah, and I think that definitely does something to a kid. I know from speaking for myself. I think my whole sort of mentality i don't want to say i matured but it, it definitely my definitely look on life from a young age was i think definitely very different to a lot of my peers because you know you know i i just always knew that you know seeing how weak and how ill my mum was you know yeah. after chemo or, or yeah, yeah. just 
that small things that other parents may not have had. And I think that definitely implicates like a child's mind sort of thing. Yeah, I think you definitely become more aware of like the fragility of life. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's wrong if you, you aren't aware of that. But yeah. we obviously because of what we've experienced, we are aware of that. And I yeah. think that is just something that comes with the territory, really. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. But I think it does make you more aware of who you do have in your life yeah. and what you have to yeah. be grateful for. Obviously, I mean, I sometimes find it really hard to be grateful for what I have because I, I just think, but my dad's not here. Yeah. But, you know, then my brother reminds me, but we have such amazing other family around. Yeah. But it's like, but how can I be grateful for that? Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, I understand. I think also it's interesting because we are both still, we are both on different, you know, stages. Like, yeah, my, my loss is quite recent. Yeah. But from, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but something like grief, it's always going to be there. Like, yeah. knowing just, just whatever it is, just the thought process of, you know, she, she's not going to be around for certain events or... I, from what I noticed, some days I'm completely fine. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm with my mates, and it's not something I think about. And in a split second, I could be. So something may come over me, and almost feelings all just come rushing back. Yeah. And and you're you're a lot further down the line than I am. But yeah. from what I assume, it just isn't something that goes sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think if anything, not to scare you or anything but I think it just get. I think it gets worse because yeah. the longer you've been without this person you realise how long it's been since yeah. you saw them or since you last heard their voice yeah. or since you last gave them a hug yeah. <clears throat> and I think that is so hard because I'm seven years down the line yeah. and I'm only 23 yeah. so I've still got the rest of my life yeah. and it's like but yeah he won't be here yeah. for uh, he wasn't here for my graduation yeah. he won't be here for Hopefully, if I get married, if yeah. I have kids, yeah. you know, and these, these, all these, yeah, big life events that you're just thinking about, and not even big life events, just if you wanted to just speak a to little them. chat, yeah. exactly. And it's like I always sometimes wonder, like, what would my dad say? And yeah. I, tr- I really try to think about that, but it's like I don't actually know, yeah, because I haven't seen the guy in seven years, yeah, and that's a long time. What's so hard for me, I think, is that I've changed so much in seven years. He passed away. I was a 16-year-old girl, you know. Yeah. Had, I didn't have my braces yet. Yeah. Had a big nose. <laughs> and, like, he didn't really know me. And yeah. I think that's what really upsets me the most, is that who I am today is not who he knew seven years ago. Yeah. And I think that that will always stick with me as one of the hardest things. Yeah. Because it's like, if he were here today, would he even recognise me? Yeah. Would he know who I am? I mean, obviously... He would. I'm his daughter, but it's like yeah, he doesn't know me. Yeah, and yeah, that's the thing with grief is that it's always going to be there. And you know, people say time heals wounds, and that is the one thing I hate. Yeah, because I think time makes wounds worse. Yeah, I think. I mean, although I'm not at the same stage as you, I, yeah. a lot of the things that you know you brought up are things you know I I do think about. I think. I mean, I what I'm, I try and do it whenever I feel quite low or things like that. I'd always, I used to always, you know, message mum and mum would always be, she'd always, whatever it was, she, you know, she was just like almost not a therapist, but like, you know, just what a mum, a mum yeah. or a dad should be. And, you know, now I find myself when I'm in the same position, I still message her. 
And mm. even though I know I'm not going to get a reply, it's like, I'm still trying to hold on to that, you know, just yeah. it's almost like not accepting that she's, she's fully gone. And yeah. I know it, it does, it does scare me, you know, thinking about how there will be a stage in my life where, so like, you know, before she passed, she, she, she made a few videos and I don't know what, how, but further down the line, I'm, I'm going to be looking at those videos and I think I'm just like not going to recognise that woman. Yeah. Because I was, you know, so young, I was, I mean, I'm 19, I'm 20 now, but yeah. I will get to a stage in my life where I'm older, I will be older than what she was when she passed. And yeah. that kind of, it doesn't scare me, but it's like, I just, it, I almost find it quite unfair, like yeah. how she, you know, how someone who had so, you know, a wonderful, beautiful person and almost her life has been taken from her because for no reason almost but you know i suppose there yeah. is a reason i mean we were robbed it, yeah. it, to put it simply and we will never get that back but like you said i mean texting her i think is so nice i mean yeah. i don't even think i have my dad's number on, yeah. my, on my new phone i got a new phone <laughs> um iPhone. yeah of course um xr yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i think it's definitely important that you hold on to those kind of coping me- mechanisms because yeah. if that's what helps you or makes you yeah. feel better that's really important yeah obviously she's not going to reply yeah but if it makes you feel better to be like mom i'm having a bad day yeah and you send that text that's really important for you yeah because it, if that makes you feel better then yeah i think that's really important yeah i, I just i think it's almost me still just having like a connection even though she isn't here it's like i'm still just reaching out to try and have some sort of like relationship almost yeah like you know like i just i keep keep seeing pictures and things like that and like it 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 just it, it kind of breaks my heart a bit like knowing how strong and how much she went through because she went through a fucking lot like you know no no person no person should go through what you know our parents went through like yeah and it was the fact that despite it all despite how how you know she couldn't swallow she couldn't eat food despite how you know skinny she was because she couldn't put on weight or whatever it was she was still like this strong incredible woman like one thing i want to say is like so she had like a blood transfusion like she had chemo and the same day she did a fashion show and she like did a like a speech for like one of a charity and like thinking back at that now that's amazing that's fucking incredible yeah. like i you know chemo's i've never had that but seeing how what it does to her and the fact that she managed to pull herself together and still do something inspire other people i just thought that was amazing and that's yeah. just kind of what kind of person she is sort of thing yeah like my dad never complained yeah not once did he ever question like why me this is horrible like this is so painful he used to have blood blood transfusions sorry every (laughs) every week and yeah yeah, never once questioned it and if i was in that position i would be being like why the fuck me like yeah i'm like what did i do to deserve this and he never did and i always will remember that and try like be like that yeah. because I feel like take that forward yeah whatever it is I think 
you know, it, what, what's crazy is she would never, never, she, why me? She would never say that. Yeah. It, was all, it was always like, all right, I have this, but it's not even, it's not going to take me. I'm going to still be here. I'm still going to yeah. fight. And one memory I have, you know, she was in hospital and this was like towards the end. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I went back to uni for a day and she messaged me and she was like, you know what? I'm feeling quite positive. I've got, even though, you know, the doctors were like, you know, she, it's not looking good and things like that. Yeah. She still had this undeniable positivity and this mental like strength that she, you know, she would have, she was going to recover and she was still going to fight. Yeah. I think that's amazing it's, and to me that's like a, a lesson for life almost just like whatever is in your way whatever like challenges you have if yeah. like your mental fortitude your strength you have I think that definitely can take you places and I think yeah. from I mean she taught me a lot of lessons but one thing definitely has been her undeniable just like strength it's crazy yeah but that's just obviously yeah I think something that I've learned from my dad is once he was diagnosed he obviously he, he only worked half days he was a dentist yeah. and um he used to spend the rest of his days going and taking pictures at Luton airport of the planes okay and he he just used to say like I want to do what I want and I'm gonna do what I yeah. want and I think maybe I take that too literally <laughs> sometimes just like I'm gonna do what I want <laughs> um but yeah I'll always like remember to like just follow Live your dreams do what you love oh yeah if you've got a passion, follow it. Like, there's no point doing something you don't yeah. want to do. And I completely, completely agree. I think with life, I think, especially in the past, there, if there was something that I was, like, two minds about, like, but not going to a party, but, like, let's say there was a project that I had and I'd be like, oh, but what if my mates thought this way of me or what if so-and-so? And it just gets to the point, like, you know what, fuck that. Like, they life is so short and you don't know what's around the corner yeah. if there is something you want to do and if there is if there is you know like a journey or whatever it is you want to do i just think you should do it because some people don't get the chance and yeah you know she 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 was um what early 50s when she passed and you know 51 or 52 I don't know 50, yeah. I want to say 52 she probably smacked me for not knowing her, <laughs> her age but you should know that yeah <laughs> to be fair I come should. on Joe <laughs> um, but yeah like it's, it's just it's so young yeah it is and like you know you, you see uh, what I don't know what it is I think maybe a, like a, a jealousy almost when I see friends and their parents having a good time and yeah. inside I have this like like rotting feeling like yeah even though it's not i don't know what it's just like in my face yeah sort of thing. it's hard not to be resentful yeah. i think definitely I, I i get that as well i mean if someone just like a passing comment like oh my dad said this and i'm just kind of like i wish i could say that yeah like i wish i could say my dad said this or my dad told me this yeah um i don't think that will ever go away no. unfortunately um, it's just something that you, you get used to. And when I say you get used to it, it still fucking hurts. Yeah. But you don't have a choice. You have to get used to it because, yeah. firstly, that's what, what, that's what your mum would want. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm sure she would rather be here. Yeah. But she'd rather not be here and you get used to it than yeah. you just kind of crumble on the floor. Yeah. And I'm sure there's moments where you want to do that. Yeah. I've wanted to do that many a time. Um, but yeah, you, you just have to kind of carry on because like I said, like there is no choice and yeah. 
it's fucking shit. It's, it's the the hand we've been dealt. This is what it is. Yeah. You, you know, you can't change. We can't change what we have. And yeah. Almost going forward, we kind of have to. I'm gonna just check because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Just checking. We weren't talking to uh, ourselves. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> He's having a chat, like. <laughs> yeah, we do this all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what were we saying? Um, about how we've been... This is the hand we've been... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just... This is, like, what it is, and... Although, you know, I'm not too far down the line, like, it, this yeah. is all quite new to me. I think having been in a situation where this is part of my life for a long, long time, like, the, having the, the cancer... It, it, it's almost like it's always like, I think I said it before but it's just something that is in the back of your mind yeah like, I definitely remember the thing is is that I obviously there was always a a chance that my dad was going to pass away because yeah. he had cancer but yeah. I don't think I ever registered it I mean I don't know no. about you yeah but it never quite hit me okay and I think I think maybe that was my kind of coping mechanism yeah. like oh he's you know he's, he's yeah. fine um, but well, I think maybe that's why I was so shocked when it yeah. happened. I think, Joe, even though when I say it's in the back of my mind, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because, you know, I remember this, this, the, this passing summer we were in Israel. Yeah. And although at this point she was, she was really weak and like, yeah. it, it wasn't looking good, even though at that time I was still just thinking like, yeah, okay, she's just going to have treatment, whatever it is. Yeah. And, like, in eight months down the line, she'll she'll be better and she'll be okay. And it didn't it didn't register fully until Dad had a chat with me. He was like, this, you know, this is what's happening and this is what's going to happen. Yeah. And it, I was almost like, sorry, what? Like, she was just here dancing on the couch, like, three days ago. Yeah. Like, then, you, you must be joking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like... Oh, it was just fucking... It was like a big shock. And I think even though all the signs were there... Yeah. Despite, it, you know, having a, an acknowledgement that it was going to... Something was going to happen. I just think I tried to ignore it and tried to just hold on to having yeah. a mother, a figure like that, just still, you know, present in my life sort of thing. Yeah. I actually... I remember it really well. I, I really had no idea how yeah. ill my dad was when... Yeah. He, I mean, he was really thin as well, you know. Yeah. He, I think he also kind of went into himself because my dad was a dentist and he was medically aware, I think. Yeah. So he knew what was going on in his body. Yeah. So he he went a bit quiet because he was full of life. I mean, yeah. I, I think I'd take after him. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was so quiet and he was thin and coughing, but I didn't really realise anything. And then... Um, the Monday we went back to school and I remember yeah. my head of year, Mr. Bruce, called me in and he was like, we've heard your dad's really ill. Mm. And I was like, really? Mm. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. And then he died the next day and I don't think I went back to school until like my GCSEs. Yeah. Um, like two, three months later. Yeah. But yeah, it was just like, what? You know, he, yeah, he's got cancer, but he, he's okay. You know, he'll, he'll get through it. That's the thing I kind of want to, well, not want to talk about, but... Being so young, and obviously, fortunately, I was a bit later on for me, but mm. I know, you know, my sister is still, she's only 14. So, oh, yeah. you know, being a 16-year-old, like, what, you know, what would you say to her that 
going forward how you know the mentality and you know um, being a 23 year old now and yeah what, what would you say to her just sort of like I think what I'd say to her is that you're gonna have some bad days yeah and that's okay I think it's really important to be aware of how yeah. you're feeling and if you are feeling shit that's okay yeah take it you know take it in your stride you're gonna have bad days you lost your mum you know yeah. it's okay to feel that way but it's important to try keep some motivation and yeah. think you know what this is how it is and yeah. I just have to get through it almost kind of use it as a motivation I think that's something that I didn't do yeah I kind of played the victim when I was younger especially yeah. like through a levels maybe at uni as well I don't know maybe still now <laughs> but my brother yeah. um he definitely used it as motivation yeah. and he's fucking successful today yeah, yeah. so I would yeah I think that is something that I if I could tell my younger self or yeah. tell your sister I would yeah. say definitely use it as something to motivate you you know make mum proud I'm sure she is regardless. Yeah. But I'll you make sure. You sort of proud. have like an obligation almost. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I think also being so young, um, a lot of people almost don't know what to say. And, yeah. you know, loss and death and things like that. People don't, you know, it's almost like they push it under the rug. They don't want to think about it because like, yeah. fuck. Like, it, it is a t- taboo subject. Yeah. I mean, when when at school would you ever kind of talk about death yeah yeah you know it's it's just not something that's spoken yeah. about because it is it is a sad topic yeah and yeah you don't want to talk about it because i guess it is quite awkward and uncomfortable it's, it is it's awkward it is very yeah. awkward because despite what you're feeling you you know deep no one people aren't gonna sort of feel they aren't gonna feel the same and they're not in the same wavelength and i think that does make it very hard to talk about because yeah. You know, I even now I still feel like people just ex- expect. Well, it's a different thing, but I, people sort of expect me to feel sad all the time, and it's like how how I how I am. They they expect me to be a certain way, sort of thing. Yeah. And I think just because you know, just because this has happened, doesn't mean you can't interact and be just normal around me and be a normal person. Yeah. Just how things were before. Like you don't need to almost step on eggshells. Egg yeah. Like if you say the wrong thing, I'm gonna start crying because that's yeah. not what's gonna happen. I just think yeah. because it's not spoken about, especially when you're so young and many people haven't experienced it, they it's like a guessing game. Like how mm. how am I supposed to? Oh, Joe's lost his mum. I'll, I'll send him a message every two weeks or whatever it is. Yeah, and that is really nice. But sometimes, you know, what I want is just things to be normal. And yeah, despite things not being normal, I, yeah, yeah, you you want to restore some form of normality, definitely. Yeah. I think what what upsets me and what I find quite difficult is because it's been seven years, people expect me to be yeah. okay. Yeah, and the harsh reality is that I will never be okay because yeah. my dad's not here. Yeah. And I feel like when it first happens, so maybe you're experiencing this now, yeah. the support is really prominent, which yeah. is amazing. But I feel like over the years, it does lose momentum, which yeah. is, I find that hard because you always need the support yeah. because you've lost this figure that can't be replaced. Yeah. You know, and that's what's so difficult. I think... I have amazing friends. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, but I think that is definitely something that I wish I could... Sort of, yeah. I wish I could 
not necessarily talk about it more, but maybe even though it's been seven years, which, yeah, I guess is quite a long time, it'd still be okay for me to be like, you know what? I'm feeling shit today. I miss my dad today. Yeah. And it to be like, okay, you know, Kim, tell me about him. Yeah. Let's just listen. I don't think I've ever had that. And I'm not saying that's because my friends are horrible. They're most definitely not. I think it's just because it's not a normal conversation to have because death isn't something that people just talk about. Yeah, and especially at such a young age, not many kids go through what we've gone through. And I think... When like if if this you know passing didn't happen, my mindset I I wouldn't understand death as I do now because yeah you know it's something I am experiencing yeah but for sure I do I do think it should be you know an open conversation that people should be willing not willing but just just will, yeah I suppose willing to just <laughs> understand what <laughs> definitely just, willing yeah yeah willing is the word yeah. just, just understand what yeah goes on in other people's minds sort yeah because it loss is hard. Yeah. It's not easy. I think it's also quite difficult because everyone does experience loss. Yeah. So I, people obviously lose their grandparents. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's expected. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously, unfortunately, grandparents are old yeah. and they age and with age does come death. So it's kind of like the normal way of, of life. life. Exactly. Circle of life. Right. But with us... Our, my dad was 56, your mum 52, 51. Yeah. yeah. That isn't normal. Yeah. So it's almost like, because it's not normal what we've gone through, it's not normal to discuss it. Yeah. Which I think obviously is wrong. And I'd love to change it, but I don't yeah. know how yeah. you can go about that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, like I said, it, it's difficult, you know, for us because... We we know what we kind of want, and we know what yeah. Just to to, to discuss it, or sometimes in my case, just you know make sure things are back to normal. But like mm. for someone else, I think it's like almost because they aren't feeling it. It's hard to sort of rationalise and just get in our head, sort of thing. And yeah, the thing I would say is just like if I think what people should understand is like if. They just want to ask me about it or just, are you, like, you know, do you want to chat about your mum or things like that? Yeah. And they shouldn't be afraid of, like, bringing it up. Yeah. Because if, if you don't want to talk about it, you'll yeah. say, I don't want to talk yeah. about it. But the likelihood is you probably want to. Yeah. Because I think it's hard to understand something that you've never been through. You, you can, you know, be empathetic. Yeah. But the reality is they won't understand. But you can try to and listen, I think, yeah. through talking and just letting you speak about your mum or me speaking yeah. about my dad. You know, you can kind of gauge the loss. Yeah. You'll never understand the loss if you've not been through it yeah. because you don't have this gaping void. Yeah. But if you just listen, I feel like you can learn yeah. a lot. Another thing I kind of want to discuss is, like, obviously coping mechanisms. Mm. I know we both um, have found writing to be quite a yeah a mechanism that we we benefit from yeah. um how did you sort of like get into that was just naturally was that i think i found it quite hard at the beginning to know what to do yeah. with my emotions um i don't know if you kind of experienced that yeah similar um i kind of just didn't know what to do with everything that was going on in my head and then because it's a lot isn't it it's a lot yeah there's there's a lot going on you don't you don't really know how to deal with it and i found that i didn't want to speak to my mum about it 
sometimes yeah. or my brother because I didn't want to upset them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of keep some things to yourself. And I, I turned to writing. I just used to write a few things down about my dad and then I kind of turned into poetry. Yeah. And I used to write poetry. I still write poetry. Yeah. wearing a quote from my poetry now, actually. Oh, yeah? Had it made. Is that your merchandise? Bit of a <laughs> plug right here. <laughs> um, poetry by Kim, by the way. Um, but yeah. percent off. <laughs> Use Kim at the checkout. Um, yeah, I started writing poetry and I find that it definitely helps kind of yeah. bring the emotions to light and definitely kind of exposes what you're feeling and definitely kind of helps in terms of re- understand yeah so you read what you've written because sometimes you know you're just kind of writing and yeah you're right okay you it's kind of like pinpointing your emotions yeah. and what you're feeling and i find that found that really helpful and yeah i i post it on instagram and just because if there's someone out there that can relate to it and think, wow, you know, she really knows what I'm feeling. Yeah. For me, that's that's what I want. That's yeah. amazing to me. I, You know what? I completely agree with that. And I think initially, for me, writing was just... It was a way for me to just get down what's going on up here and sort yeah. of just understand almost. Yeah. And initially, I, I, it wasn't really spoken word poetry or whatever you want to call it. it I yeah. just sort of wrote just naturally what goes what was in my head and like if, yeah. if i reread it now it just looked like so much shit because it didn't really make sense but it was like it, it made it, sense to me it's because it is quite jumbled yeah. i feel like your yeah. feelings are quite it's, it's like a mess up the there place. yeah it's not like this like there's no think, linearity yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so i then just kind of started just thinking right po- like creating poetry and i find it it just it just relieved of what's going on up here it just yeah. sort of helps you rationalize and just get down on paper in yeah. like a creative way and if i am feeling shit or i am feeling low i could just read this and think like make sense of what i'm going through yeah and like you said before having another no, another benefit of of this is how you can help other people in the process yeah and i think from your your poetry page and my my youtube channel yeah yeah subscribe by the way but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah I, what I, you have a youtube <laughs> <channel>? <laughs> i do i do th- yeah <laughs> i do think we can't we are helping other people in the process understand loss and yeah not just people who are going through it but other people who aren't going through it and may experience it at a later stage yeah and i think that is so it's so important because you know going into it like I said I was just a I was a mess I didn't know what grief I was searching on YouTube what what grief like I was you know, do you know what I mean like I didn't know yeah. how I was going to feel and I think the fact that we can express ourselves and just showcase it yeah is well not just powerful but you know I know it will definitely help people in the process so and it's helpful for us exactly like to articulate your emotions is so important as yeah. opposed to just bottling them up. And yeah, I think that's, it's essential for anyone. Even if you haven't experienced loss, you should always yeah. kind of articulate your emotions, speak to people. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we can help just one person who knows how we're feeling and if someone can listen to your spoken word or read my poetry and think, yeah. wow, you know, like this is how I'm feeling, then I would feel like I've done something yeah. right. Like a, like a good job. And I know, I know in my case, like, the way mum raised me you know, to help others to look out for others and I yeah. know she would 
you know, she'd be happy to know that I've just helped, even if it's one person. And I think that's also like a motivation for me to like continue doing it because yeah, definitely, it's it, it's positive. Do you have um like a particular quote or a particular bit of your poetry? I mean, I don't know if you know it off by heart. That <laughs> well, I'll put uh-huh. you on the spot here. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Um, well, actually, <laughs> funny you mention it because this quote I think is really yeah does resonate with me. Maybe you can relate to. Yeah. Um, this is from one of my poems I wrote when I was a few, like a few. I've been writing for about three years, yeah. and this is one of my first. But dissect my wild. Yeah, brain. it says dissect my wild brain because no one knows what someone's thinking, yeah. and if you were to kind of dissect or go through someone's yeah. mind, you'd really uncover what they're really feeling. And what I'm really feeling is that I miss my dad, and I'm sure other people yeah. out there do too. And you know, I some of my poems don't cover my dad. I mean, the vast majority do of, of kind of ventured, ventured <laughs> yeah. else, elsewhere. Yeah. Um, Expanded your yeah, horizon. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I mainly kind of talk about seeing him again Yeah. at some point. I mean, I, I don't know what I believe about that. About, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what I think, but I definitely talk about seeing his smile. He had yeah. this, he had this massive smile and he had a gap in yeah. his teeth. So I always talk about his smile. He had really nice green eyes. Yeah. So mainly talk about his physical features okay. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I get that. It's, yeah. it's nice to just be able to, to have something where you can almost remember and just... Yeah, and visualise them. Yeah. Because, like, the longer time goes on, the more you kind of forget. Yeah, that's what I'm almost scared of. Yeah. I think having... I mean, I think the brilliant thing, obviously, of technology and things like that, having the ability to see pictures and yeah. hear mum's voice notes and things yeah. I don't know if that you have that but for me like that's that's you know really powerful that I can still see videos and just of her dancing and I'll remember her for that rather yeah. than her last shitty weeks where she yeah. was you know in bed and I don't even think about that really yeah. anymore because that wasn't her yeah I oh yeah I so agree I think you you can't remember them for their darkest days yeah. because that wasn't them. That was just them dealing with what they were going through. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to visualize them. Yeah, and I think listening to the voice notes or looking at the pictures yeah. and then writing. I mean, I don't know what your kind of process is. Create a new But yeah, I think definitely. Also, I think writing it down like how like what my dad looked like or his features it kind of almost like makes him still like a rat yeah yeah it i can't think of the word um (laughs) is it eternal or in eternal yeah eternal like it kind of eternalizes him (laughs) i think i don't know if that's the right word i'm I'm an english student and i'm (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it kind of like keeps him around yeah um which obviously is so important isn't it yeah i I think the one thing obviously i'm very like scared for is almost forgetting her but i think i don't think that will ever happen i think just the kind of person she was and you know her strength and how just amazing she was i don't i don't think i can ever forget that what what gives me a lot of comfort is like when someone tells me like you're just like your dad yeah and that it's like i'm carrying him within me yeah and maybe you get the same yeah, when people yeah. say they you know oh, yeah. you're so much like your mom or 
you look so much like your yeah. mom. Like that really gives me a lot of comfort yeah. because it's like I'm carrying both him and me. Yeah, I think um, that's a really nice way of actually looking at it. To be honest, yeah. I've never really thought about it in that way, but yeah, I think that's really quite nice. Yeah, actually. like um, just to give a personal insight, I went to South Africa. My parents are from South Africa. Um, and I went in January okay. and I stayed with my dad's mum. Yeah. It was her 90th birthday. My grandma. My grandma. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the other <laughs> word for it. And um, she was like, yeah, you're just so much like your dad. And for me, that was the best thing she could have said to me. Yeah. Because she, who knows him better than, than his own his mum. Yeah. And for her to say that was just like, that's all I needed from her. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, he is in me. Yeah. And that's okay. It's gonna make me cry. I know. I, <laughs> Sorry. No, I know. I know exactly what you mean. It's just like whatever it is your mannerisms or your however you go about life, things you learn or how they were as when you were young, you've sort of picked picked that up. And yeah. Going forward, I think it's nice to know that you have that in you. Yeah. And, and no one can take that away. No from one you. can. And hopefully, I'll use you know the strength that she had to do whatever I want and yeah if it's make people laugh it's I don't know I don't think it's that yeah (laughs) (laughs) but I think I think one thing I will say to you not that I'm a professor on grief but I think like I I think I did mention it before is that it's important to know that it's okay not to feel okay yeah and I don't like I'm seven years down the line and it really upsets me like when my brother kind of says you know it, you, you have to kind of get on with it you yeah. have to move on because I don't I lost my dad and that will be with me forever so I don't have to move on yeah I can carry on with life you know I can live my life but yeah. I don't have to move on because why should I yeah obviously life goes on it doesn't stop it, no. it didn't stop for us yeah it carries on but I won't move on no because it will always always be something that's a part of you exactly however you know you can't you can't ignore the fact that they aren't here and whatever you go through in life they won't be there to see it and that that isn't something that changes exactly we can't you know if we could go back in time of course that would be something we do but that's just not what we have and i'm rambling a bit now but yeah i just no it's true though you, you, what you're saying is true <laughs> you know they they aren't here but we can keep their memory alive, alive. yeah and why shouldn't we and i don't want to move on like, Exa- yeah exactly it's who it's part of who i am yeah when something like this happens, happens yeah. it's a trauma it's it it becomes a part of you and you know if someone doesn't like that then well they can fuck yeah they can, exactly <laughs> i mean fuck you <laughs> um but yeah passion, <laughs> it, yeah it's it's part of who you are yeah you, obviously you grow from it you learn from it you might resent things more you might learn to appreciate things more but yeah. it is part of you unfortunately and i think also that is quite hard because you become the the girl who lost their dad or the boy yeah. who lost their mom yeah. because it is so within you yeah, it's like it's almost stitched into your like DNA. Yeah, yeah. It's been, and I think, you know, going back to obviously the cancer aspect, because it was so evident and so like prolific in our life, and 
it's almost like her um, I've always I've almost always been sort of like looked upon in that way like oh his his mum his you know he's got an ill mum just just be wary mm. um yeah I don't know I just hope I'm hoping things get better because I'm you know although I am in a better place I do sometimes I just I, I you know think like I said things just can change in an instant yeah and I don't think that will go I don't no, think it won't but hopefully like I found I found writing and I don't know about you but I also find exercises uh, it has quite a positive effect yeah I don't know if you're you know into your your gym or whatever you, uh, <laughs> can't you tell <laughs> um, no yeah I, I exercise is is really good for yeah your mental health I think um I'm quite lazy yeah. um, but I, I probably should do more <laughs> but it, yeah it's really important to focus on things that make you feel good and make you feel better um, and I think as time goes on, you'll find more. I, I mean, six, seven years ago, I, I didn't really read a lot, but I think now yeah. I, I love reading, especially because I, it's kind of an escape. You're kind of vicariously living through someone else's life. Yeah. So you, you don't have to focus on, I've lost my dad. You can read that gym. Just escape almost. Exactly. Jim yeah. is, I don't know, a detective on Jim. a... Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh, like Jim, Jim, Jim in the book is yeah, on a... <laughs> on a murder yeah. case you know it's it's finding ways to cope with it because yeah the grief doesn't go away I mean I'm sure if you speak to someone who's 20 years down the line or 30 yeah. years they'll say they always will always think of their their parent yeah. or who they've lost you just find ways, ways to, to deal with it yeah and because think, you have to I think that's what's so important about having whether it's writing or if, if you're someone you benefit from exercise or yeah. it could just be, you know, simply watching movies. I, yeah, singing, yeah. music, dancing, anything. I think, you know, some movies overlap almost with, with like what you mentioned about books because yeah. it's almost like whatever I'm feeling up here, watching something or reading something just distracts you and just takes you away almost, if it, whether it's for an hour or two hours and just yeah. gives you that peace of mind that, yeah. you're, you know, you don't always need to feel what's going on in here you can just just you know have a break have a break yeah because we all need a break definitely um before we wrap this up i do want to um end it kind of on one thing if you you know if you saw if you had a conversation with your dad what what would you sort of like if you could have like one conversation like one discussion what would you sort of say to him oh god (laughs) i didn't want to get emotional during this but I put you on the uh, spot, it yeah. just popped into my head. No, I was like, it's, a, it's a good question. I think I'd want to say everything, but I think the main thing I'd want to ask him is if he's proud of me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, yeah. I'd like to think he is. Um, but I think, yeah, I'd want to know that he's seen what I've been doing, what I've done with my life, and he's thought, yeah. Just smiling, just looking yeah. down, smiling. Yeah. Is that the same for you? Yeah, I think it it would be either, you know, I I would want to know if she's proud of me, and I do I do think she would be, but I also I'd want her to know that like I'm okay and I will be okay because I know yeah. she she would worry about you know she, she's a Jewish mother she she worries about me all the time yeah like, I think for her to know that. I'm okay, my brother's okay, my sister's okay, my dad's all right. I think... Yeah, that's really nice, actually. I 
I didn't even think of that. Well, I did put you on the spot, so... <laughs> it's okay. I'll take, I'll take that one. But yeah, I think... The, yeah, just to reassure them, because, that, yeah. Because I know... You know, when before she was gonna pass, she, you know, she when she was in hospital and she saw her, her kids for, like for the first time, um, this was like when she, when she the doctor told her that you know it's not looking good and things like that. And when we we walked in the room, you know, she just kind of broke down because, and she was sort of saying like I can't do this, I can't I can't leave my kids like you know they need their mother. And I think for her to know that we yeah. are gonna be okay and we are gonna. Do, do you know do amazing things with life and I really hope that she's looking down and she'll be able to see that and yeah yeah I, I, we've, I've ended it on quite a sad note but I think that's kind of lost it's not a happy thing and it's just no. something that it's just always going to be a part of our life so I think yeah yeah this is just natural it's what a loss is yeah it, it's kind of like a scar yeah it's always there maybe sometimes you can cover it up you can put a plaster on you can put some makeup on it but yeah. it will always be ingrained in you yeah and you just have to carry it with you you know whether you're carrying the sadness with you whether you're having a good day and yeah. you think i'm happy mom i'm happy dad or you know if you're feeling shit it's just it's just one of those things that's yeah. going to be with you well, I think this was quite an emotional yeah. conversation. But, but thank you. Thank you for having me. No, honestly, thank you for doing this. I think, we'll def- I think you know, this has been a very you know, open, honest chat and hopefully people can, can look at that and sort of they have a better un- they'll have a better understanding of what loss is and you yeah. know, what that means to people like us. Yeah. And, and I think if one thing I would say if to anyone who is watching this, it, like, it's okay to ask questions. Yeah just looking you. into the camera <laughs> <laughs> like you can ask you know yeah what was your dad's i mean hopefully they'd know but what was yeah. your dad's name like what did he do you know yeah i like to talk about him yeah and yeah it's okay to ask questions